Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Right, now it is time to remember. SCNZ will be bringing you live commentary of today's White Ferns game with coverage starting at 10.25 this morning. Be sure to tune in to hear all your thoughts and analysis from Daniel McCarty, Garth Galloway, Maya Lewis, and the one and only Emily Drum. And, well, Kempi's going to intro our next guest, the one and only Emily Drum. Yeah, m- cheers, Izzy. It's time for a Monday morning McCafe coffee catch-up. As the White Ferns continue on the World Cup journey, it's fair to say the opening game of the tournament couldn't have been any more tense. Right here, I win today against Bangladesh. Four <laughs> runs needed. Dotton bowling over the wicket and beating the outside edge of the bat. They'll try to take a bye. No, there's a mix-up. Got to get back. There's got to be a run-out. It's all over. Fran Jonas has run out at the non-striker's end, is she? The West Indies are celebrating. They're sprinting away. Yeah, win today against Bangladesh is now crucial to kickstart the tournament ahead of some serious tests. And Emily Dronoff... Drama, former captain of the White Firms and part of the Sins commentary team of the World Cup. Morning, Emily is with us. Good morning, fellas. How's it going, Emily? How what did you think of the, that first game you know, coming down to New Zealand, oh. the West Indies, and, and uh, how the girls feel after that loss? Well, you know, after I just heard that last snippet of the game, I thought I'd moved on, but um, it's still mm. fresh in the minds for me. But, but I'm a spectator and... and uh, a fan and a former player, you, you remember those moments and you, you uh, think during the World Cup, those, those big moments that you've got to really nail. And unfortunately, with all the hard work that went into that game, just couldn't quite do it. And a shame, but they've got to move on quickly. You can't dwell and you can't mope and, and uh, feel sorry for yourself. You've just got to get back to the next game and, and today's that, which is quite nice actually. It comes around fast enough so these girls will have the opportunity to right the wrongs, which is nice. Yeah, Emily, thank you so much for joining us. It's Izzy here on the show. You spoke about moments, and it didn't start that, that well, in the, particularly in our batting side, when um, Susie Bates was run out with, wow, it's an unfortunate uh, mishap there with uh, a tip off the opening bowl back into her wickets. But today, we've got to focus, we've got to look forward, and they've got an opportunity today against Bangladesh. Can we expect any changes within the side? Would you expect them to go in with two spinners again, or maybe add another seamer? 
Yeah, there will be changes, I think. Um, gut feeling tells me they'll uh, possibly swap out a, a spinner um, just because I think they need to keep the side fresh. Um, I think some people will be disappointed with their performance on Friday and will feel like they didn't put mm. their best efforts forward, that, that they probably came into the tournament worse. I mean, we played really well against India, a couple of good warm-ups, but you just, you know, the big games, you've got to stand up and be counted. And you know, it was a shame for Fran Jonas, she's a young girl. Um, we've all played that mm. first game for New Zealand and, and been on the big stage, but oh, yeah. we've got to make sure that the whole 15 are ready to play in the squad. And, and tournaments are squad tournaments. So hopefully there will be changes. Keeps the girls on their toes mm. as well, so no one can rest on their laurels. But it never starts well when you run out um, without you know, really having much of a say in the game. So we can't afford to lose. I call them the fab four. You know, Susie Bates, Sophie Devine, Amy Satisfate, mm. and Mary Kerr, the fab four. They have done it all season yeah. so far domestically and internationally and we really need those girls to stand up again today you're so you're so right there Emily having played in World Cup is he the same as that it is a, you know look at what Beaver did when he had to come in and kick that goal to, to win a World Cup it's a it's a whole squad effort well there's so much passion in the in the first couple of games there what what have the um, the Kiwi girls been talking about after that loss about how how are they going to match I guess the enthusiasm of the other teams so far in the tournament I think they've got to not panic, being the first thing. Um, don't get car- carried mm. away. It's only one game. I've already seen with some of the games so far that you've got teams who are who are pushing so hard for wins. India struggled a bit yesterday. South Africa struggled on Saturday. So there's no real easy mm. beats. And this is what's going to happen. I actually think positions three and four to get the semis are going to come down to run rate. So even though we were only second game into the tournament, the need to save runs and score runs for that net run rate is going to come into play. So these girls will be wanting to really put a big big effort in because they know that they probably should have won on Friday. They know that they're better than that. They know that they need to do it it at home, especially in this game, to get their campaign back on track. Well, Emily, you're calling the, the action and you're live. You're right there and there. Can can you give us a little lead in tactics-wise? There's been a lot of chat over the last couple of years. When you're playing at these tournaments, conditions are hugely important. How would you? How do you feel the, the, the White Ferns today need to approach this, this game tactically? Would we bowl again first to put the pressure on them? Or do you see us getting out there, putting on a solid innings, batting first and, and putting the pressure back on Bangladesh? Well, I think um, I'm in two minds about that because I haven't seen the pitch down in Dunners, so I'm uh, not yep. sure what what to expect, expect, whether it's a fresh pitch or, or used pitch. So that will have a say mm. as to what they decide to do. I was a little bit surprised that we chose to bowl first the other day. It was a really nice batting track, uh, first pitch or first use of that pitch before it got used again. And um, the Western News certainly made batting look very easy against us. But the, the Bangladeshis are quite short, so I'd imagine that we're going to bowl aggressively and we'll set, hopefully, the traps in terms of uh, trying to get them out hooking and, and fending. So there won't be that many balls to drive as far as getting on the front foot, I would imagine. However, the, the goal is to win and win as well as we can. So whatever yes. method we choose is it's up to Sophie and, and Bob Carter to decide what they want to do, but... I really just want to see a blooming good win. That's what I want to see. And just to keep these girls' confidence back up, 
I mean, there's no mucking about. You just need to win and win well. And yeah. whatever method they choose, they just have to nail it. That's really what it comes down to for me. Yeah, for sure. I totally, totally agree. When you're playing in these World Cups, particularly at home, there's so much pressure. But I think they've got the team. They definitely have. I don't think it. I know they have. For for you, have you? How have you been? You've probably answered this question so many times, but I've been amazed and I'm very, very impressed with how this uh, environment, this this team have have carried themselves over, particularly over the last year and a half. They've been making great strides and great gains in the right direction. For you, what have you noticed the biggest difference in the, the White Ferns and how they've approached this last uh, year and a half? Yeah, it's been a long run up into this World Cup and, and delaying it by a year has probably helped us more than anything because we weren't really that ready a year ago, in my opinion. These girls were learning. We are playing too much T20 cricket, for one. These girls are learning yeah. how to bat in 50-over cricket. It is actually very different. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's as simple as 100-metre race versus 1,500 metres. You've got to learn tactics. You've got to learn how to bat for time. You've got to learn how to manipulate the field as a batsman. It's a batsman's game, and I talk about it from a batsman's point of view because if you can't put a score on the board, you're not going to win. And already we've seen some big scores from Aussie and England. We've spent these batter beautifully, and, and your top four has to get 100. That or thereabouts, you've got to have 100-plus partnerships. And if you can't do that, then you're not going to win that many games. And where we've come to from probably, as you say, 18 months ago to, to now... We've come into a form at just the right time. So they can't let Friday disturb their mindset. They just need to get back on and do what they've been doing really well over the last six six weeks and, and beyond. Uh, that's, so we're talking about our white ferns and we want them to win every single game now and win the whole competition. But there's been one match and I want your predictions. What's your take from the first round of the World Cup? Have you been impressed and who has impressed you? Yeah, the, the big guns have stood up. Um, as much as I, I don't like to say Friday was an upset, it probably tipped the, the odds a bit um, more than what I would have liked. But Aussie looked very strong. Yeah. England looked good, chasing 300-odd. Mm. Um, South Africa looked a little bit jittery, as did India. Yeah. They struggled from 112 for six yesterday to get a good score of 245. So first round nerves, you could say. But um, Aussie are very, very good. Any of their top six are going to score 100 any given day. So you've got to catch them on an off day to beat those guys. But look, it's shaping to be a very good tournament. And the quality is, is pretty good. There's no easy beats. Probably four years ago, mm. you could say maybe six, seven and eight were fairly certain wins on the board. But not anymore. Yeah. So every day that these girls put into their, their preparation, they need to upskill about the opposition. That will give them the advantage, I believe. Nice, nice. We're, we're talking to SENZ commentary team Emily Drum and former White Fern Emily Drum. Um, Emily, what are you doing? Are you out there exercising? Yeah, does it sound like it? I'm actually getting up the hill. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm actually struggling. I've got. To, I wasn't going to say. I wasn't going to say anything. Does it sound like I'm really puffing? Sorry yeah, about you, that. You got a little bit of no, a puff a on. Bit. I know, sorry. My, my bad, but um, I'm trying to get myself up the hill and down before the day begins. Oh, no. Awesome, awesome. Unless you're out there doing it, it makes us lazy buggers need to get out after work and uh, <laughs> get out on those I'm hills. I'm going to be sitting down but, uh, for a few hours. 
it's all good. How are you enjoying the call? Beautiful with, with, with the team, Garth Galloway and, and Dan McCarty. You enjoying it? Yeah, it's great. Love it. Love it. I can't can't rave more highly about radio cricket. It's what I grew up with. You know, the long days back when you were a kid listening to um, the radio up at the beach, and it was just brilliant. Just love it, and it just paints the picture that you want to hear. Sometimes TV is a little bit... I don't actually listen without the sound on the TV most of the time. I just can't... Um, <laughs> I can't really engage in it all the time because the kids are running around the background and it's just nice to be able to look up and look back. But when you've got the radio in the background, you can kind of allow yourself to really be at the ground, live the moment. And because I'm such a cricket geek, it's a bit of a tragic set of circumstances. I just can't help but think I'm out in the middle or watching that or coaching or something like that. So... For me, I just really enjoy just listening to it and the imagery that I get from it. Yeah, you're spot on. You're right in the action. And uh, the best thing I love about radio is you can just get up, put a T-shirt on. You don't have to put your suit on. Don't have to put your face on. You just get up, get into your work. All you need is a good, solid voice, and, and you need to know what you're talking about. Anyway, we keep trying to wing our way through this show. We'll just keep trying. Thank you so <laughs> well, much, then. Emily Drum. <laughs> Former captain Emily Drum, and she is part of the SCNZ, SCNZ commentary team today uh, with Dan McCarty, Garth Galloway, and Maya Lewis. We appreciate your time on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Get up the white ferns. We'll get you on for a little post-match review uh, maybe in the next couple of days. Cool. Thanks, fellas. There we go. That was uh, Emily Drum, former captain. She is part of the... SNZ team bringing you live commentary today, starting at 10:25 a.m. Post the show. There you go. She's um she's spot on. She's right on the money. And and we spoke to uh, Craig Cummings uh, a couple of months ago, and he took a, he spoke about the Fab Four: uh, Melia Kerr, Sophie Devine, Susie Bates, uh, Amy Sathwaite, and then you saw Katie Martin, particularly the other day. She was um, she was great with the bat as well. We need one of them to step up every single match. Otherwise, she's going to be a tough, tough day at the office. We're lucky with Sophie Devine. She got 108 in that last match. Melia Kerr, she's been very, very good in the Indian series. She got a ton, a uh, handful of wickets. So, bat and ball, she's, she's very good. And then Susie Bates, man, that was unlucky. I don't know if you saw that, but you see how she got out in that first match, Kempi? No, I, did, I, I actually haven't seen the um, the... The batting of the New Zealand side. I was watching the uh, the way that the West Indies sort of took their took their wickets in that bowl of, yeah. for the West Indies. It was pretty aesthetic when she was doing that. So, I, you know, for me, when Emily was talking about, it's like most tournaments, isn't it? Isn't it? Is you know, like you you need your big big guns to fire, and that's what she's saying. And then in a tournament situation, you need to play out the whole tournament. Mm. She's saying take your time, you know, make sure you stay and in, in, increase get. Get the get the runs on the board and drag these games out, and they're a lot different than just these one-off test matches or these test series. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got a decent chance of winning a tournament if you play in the tournament, and a lot of people don't um, don't understand that. In rugby league, you know, like the league boys go really well on a tournament because they get better as the as the weeks go on, playing alongside each other. Yeah. And and if and if the the ferns can do this, then they've got a they've got a decent chance of winning it. You know, the Australians and the English are mm. always going to be the two favourites. Um, but you yeah. can't take away our home ground advantage. I think if we can knuckle down and just listen to what Emily's got to say, play you know, our top four batting well and play with, within the tournament and everyone plays a part in the squad, then you know, we're a chance. Mm, it's, it's a funny one, eh, mate? Like when you're playing in these, these must-win tournaments, do you want to 
uh, you know, find your squad, find your number one team. Do you want to give them time to build continuity, to build confidence? Or today, um, you know, Emily was saying that they might bring in a few changes. And it's quite a, it's, it's one that could work or it's one that could go against you. You need, you need to give your top side uh, a bit of time in the middle, like you spoke about, a bit of confidence, a bit of time to build those connections, that team morale, um, because as soon, you know, the next couple of days, we're into must-win territory, even if we're not there at the moment after losing our first one. So, um, yeah, be interesting what they do selections-wise. Bob Carter, he is the coach. I'm sure he knows what he's doing. Sophie Devine and, and, the, and the leaders, Susie Bates. And I just have to apologise to Emily um, for bringing her up about her breathing. <laughs> I just thought, man, she must be doing some fitness. Good on her. <laughs> what a champion. Because, honestly, if I was running up hills, I wouldn't be able to speak. I wouldn't be able to speak. I ran one lap last week with um, with Aaron Webb. He was running. He ran 102 kilometres around the park. I ran one lap, and he was talking to me halfway around. I couldn't even breathe. So, Emily Drum, thank you so much for holding us together and coming on the show and putting us to shame. Get up the White Ferns. Like I said, live here on SENZ 1025. You'll get all the action with Dan McCarty, Garth Galloway, uh, Maya Lewis, and Emily Drum. That was former captain Emily Drum, and well, we'll be back shortly. I'm going to talk a bit of Super Rugby because it's happening. It was all happening on the weekend. It was quite average. Some of the games were poor, and also NRLs this weekend, Kempi. We got to get into it because Mark on the text machine, he's up and about Thursday. Kick off. About time. We'll talk about that shortly. Yeah, <laughs> you're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day.